Welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckeldkamp. And joining us today on the podcast is Blaine Groff. He is located in Iowa and he is a climate field view specialist for Rank Seed. More to come on that. But Blaine, first, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Margie. Thanks for having me on. So Blaine, you were recognized as one of our 40 under 40 recipients, especially for your role there at Rank Seed. So first, just tell us a little bit about what you do for that company and especially how you approach helping farmers adopt technology. Yeah, so with my role, I was covering our uh, 10 state territory that Rank Seed uh, operates in and really kind of what my role kind of got into was trying to introduce some of the farmers that are maybe lagging a little bit behind or kind of confused on how to manage their on-farm data. And with that territory, it's just very diverse when I'm ranging from farmers in, you know, dairy country up in Wisconsin and Michigan, down to Iowa and in, into Kansas, Nebraska, about 90% of ranked seeds dealers are farmer dealers. So it really started out going to their farms helping them get their data in line and to showcase our products and really just recommend better hybrids and varieties for their farms to increase their profitability. That second level was really trying to help their dealership grow by gathering some more on-farm data for them to share with their customers or potential customers. And that's really where we went with it, with Rank Seed and, and utilizing climate field view and certain other digital ag technologies. Yeah, even before Rank Seed, you were at a equipment dealership, correct? Yes, I was at Van Wall. Yeah, and so you've had multiple roles being this trusted advisor. And we've done some survey work at Farm Journal where we asked, who is your trusted advisor when it comes to technology and data? 60 plus percent say their ag retailer or agronomic consultant, and then almost 50% say their equipment dealer. So you've really been in a seat to help a lot of farmers adopt technology and as you said, really that manage on-farm data piece. So I'm trying to drill down to what is the common misstep or what can you share as just a general really help solidify how farmers approach on-farm data management? So I wouldn't say I'm unique because I'm also a farmer, but I think that does give you an edge because you can really talk the talk with farmers and you can understand really the pains they're going through or what they need on their farm. And I've always just had the general philosophy that I want to sell to help them. I don't want to sell just to sell because if you sell to actually solve a problem and help them on their farm, they're going to come back for more and they're, you're going to build that trust with them that you're just not some other fly-by-night salesman just trying to push numbers. So really the conversations I have with them is, what do you want to see different on your farm or what, what is a pain point right now? And do we have a solution for you to help you? And that's really where that conversation goes after that uh, really tells me what I need to recommend. Yeah. So as we were heading into the 22 crop year, how were farmer needs different than perhaps three years ago when we were in a much different farm economy? Oh, much different yeah. economy in general, I should say, yeah. but specific to commodity prices. Yeah, especially with commodity prices. I mean, when I, uh, when I first started, I kind of went through the bad years, I guess, when I graduated from college. You're not necessarily bad, but thinner margins. 
So when I graduated from Iowa State in 2015, my first job was coming in and, you know, farm prices weren't awful, but they were far from stellar. Um, so you really had to be cost conscious when you're going out and recommending and you really had to kind of provide several options. There's always that rule. You don't want to provide more than three options to people because it overwhelms them and then there's no action taken, but you really had to, you really had to narrow those down for the farmer. So it's changed quite a bit there. You can tell farmers are willing to open up the wallet a little bit more um, and possibly go towards that premium option or a higher level option for their farm. A lot of customers I first started dealing with, they've continued to grow and evolve in the precision ag adoption. Um, and I think we're going to see another wave of precision ag adoption in some of those uh, farmers that, you know, maybe they weren't at a certain farm size, maybe they just didn't have a younger person pushing them to adopt, so they didn't do anything. And um, I, I just think that's really going to accelerate here in the next five to 10 years. Now, that's excellent, Blaine. Okay, so you are about to take on a new role in the industry. So congratulations. And I Thank guess- you. Tell our audience a little bit about this role that you're going to be stepping into here shortly and also share what's your favorite part of working in this segment of agriculture in the way that you're helping farmers? Yeah, so it's it's going to be a little bit more indirect role uh, with ProAgrica is the company I'm going to be going to, and it's going to be a sales area manager. So I'm really going to be working more with area sales managers. Um or area service providers, I should say, to help them gather some more information, kind of more in the end of uh, if farmers are hiring out applicators for, you know, whether it's fertilizer application or chemical, soil sampling and providing recs to the farmer. So I'm going to be a little bit more indirect with the relationship to the farmer, but still going to be trying to drive the best uh, decisions or the best input to be implemented on their farm. Yeah, no, that's excellent. Okay, Blaine. So we are actually having this conversation as you're sitting in a tractor during planting season. So thank <laughs> you for carving out some time. What do you see as the biggest challenge for the 22 growing year? I don't know if it's, I mean, there's several challenges, you know, people want to talk about fuel prices and how that affects the bottom line and inputs. I think our biggest challenge is going to be managing inputs for 2023 and then marketing based off of what you can possibly lock in. Um, yeah. You know, you talk, talk to several farmers, everybody has a different way to do it. Everybody has different viewpoints on will inputs come back down? You know, what will crop prices do? We're at really high levels right now. Um, so even though commodity prices have came up, obviously everything else has followed and, and going through that stretch of 2012 and 2013. And then, uh, after that, I really saw firsthand, um, how those prices slid and it takes a lot longer for input prices to slide back down. So I really think a lot of the best farm managers are really going to have to focus on blocking in inputs and marketing based off of that. Okay. So again, the catalyst for our conversation today was you being named R40 under 40, which recognizes younger leaders in ag retail sponsored by New Farm. So thanks to our friends at New Farm for that. So 
because of that, Blaine, what would you share with other folks who may have graduated in 2015 or even more recently who are on the front end of their ag retail career? Really what I'd recommend is just try and do your best to help out the farmer. There, there's, you know, you're a dime a dozen when you first come out of college and, and you got to separate yourself some way. And that is really just putting in the hard work for those guys and, and really showing them that they can trust you and good things will follow after that. So really just, you know, show up, answer your phone uh, and really just try and provide the best recommendations for them. And I think good things will follow after that. Oh, I like that. Establish that strong foundation of trust, right? Yeah. Okay. So here to wrap up, Blaine, I would love to ask you three questions that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Okay. So the first one being, what do you wish you knew six months ago? Ooh, that's a good question. I guess I, I, from a farmer's standpoint, I wish I would have known where input prices were going to go. <laughs> I wish I would have been a little bit more proactive in that. So okay. from the farmer side or having the farmer cap on, that's what I would say. Are we picking on nitrogen when you say input prices well, or are we yeah, picking on all of them? Yeah, pretty much all of them. I think everything for inputs, I wish I would have had a better handle on that. Okay. And Blaine, what keeps you up at night? Ooh, I think the future of ag. I'd say yeah. the future where we're going to go. Specifically one bane that you're pulling on there? It's really not a bad thing. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say anything bad. I just, I really like to brainstorm and think, you know, what's the next thing or what, you know, kind of right now there's a lot of buzzwords that go on with regen ag and everything with that sustainable ag. Um, I really just think I like to brainstorm and see where we're going to be in another, you know, five, 10, 15 years. Right. Put the periscope up, be able to look out a little bit farther. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Blaine, one prediction for the year ahead. Ooh, I, hmm, that's a very good question. That one's kind of got me stumped. One prediction. I would, I, at least once again, back to the farmer standpoint, I, I think it's going to be a year where people are going to keep pushing um, the envelope on their farm and, and adopting and trying new things. So I, I think there's a lot of opportunity here for the rest of 2022 and 2023 to get out there, forge those relationships and and really try and drive people's operations forward. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wrap us up with a little positivity there, Blaine. I sure appreciate that. Yeah. Positivity, I would say at least in our area or at least, uh, you know, most of our, most of my farmer area, a lot of people have been slugging ahead on planning and getting things in the ground. Obviously there's still some folks that are dealing with a lot of cold, wet weather. And we hope that that kind of straightens out for them so they can get the crop in and, and hopefully have a good, good year for production wise. So that's, I, I would think that things would change here, hopefully, and people can get done, get it wrapped up and focus on the next task. Yeah, absolutely. Keep knocking those down. Well, Blaine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us. I just want to echo what Blaine shared. I hope everyone has a safe and productive season. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, You can find us at Farmers Advisor, but until next time, I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eppelkamp.